0: So if this gets used at all, it will be part of Rick's Rants. I am right now driving to court for a pretrial hearing uh, for an issue over my divorce, and I just thought it would be useful to somebody out there if I kind of record my thoughts, my feelings going into this. I've been divorced for eight years, uh, but I've spent six of those years in court over Custody or enforcement orders. Uh, it has been a a very very difficult divorce. Mine is not one of the easy ones. I woke up this morning. It's I woke up a little before six. I just couldn't sleep and I stayed up till like one or two. Uh, it's nine twenty four right now. I have court at ten. I can see the court building, and even just looking at this building, my anxiety is hitting a, just highs. You know. At, as they tend to go up and down around (laughs) court hearings and court procedures and as these things happen every time, every time. It doesn't matter how many times I go to court. I will say it's not as bad this time as it has been other times uh, just because I've had enough pain around this that I'm now to the point where I really... I'm trying very, very hard to let go of the outcome. Many, many, many times have I gone to bed saying everything else is wrong, uh, but I'm going to bed with a clear conscience. Whatever I'm being accused of, whatever gets brought up, I know that I have conducted myself with integrity, and going to sleep with a clear conscience, that helps so, so much. And so today I walk into court and there's inevitably Something that I haven't prepared for. That's just the nature of things. Something's going to get thrown out that I didn't think of, that my lawyer didn't think of. And I have a folder here with stacks of papers that I think might be useful. Every time I've been to court, I've come with a bunch of stacks of papers uh, only to then not be able to find what I needed in the moment or for it not to matter at all because it just didn't come up. But this time I know there's some documents I need to get to my lawyer, so I I have some stuff here. And I'm sitting in the parking lot now for court and I don't get anxiety normally. I, I have struggled with depression. Uh, around the divorce specifically, but uh, every court day is like this. Can't sleep the night before, can't eat. I have, thankfully, one of the smart things I've learned to do is I call the friend over and she's going to work from home from my place, uh, and so I just said goodbye to her. She was there. She gave me a hug and love and support, and then when I'm done, I'll come home and I won't be coming home to an empty house And it's it's not the first time I've called upon a friend to do that and just said, Hey, I just I just need you to be home so that when I come home the home's not empty. And if I if there's a bit of tremble to my voice, it's the anxiety because I have here court in thirty minutes. But I'm trying to find peace in the fact that I'm really just along for the ride the outcome at this point is is not in my hands, really. That's about the only way I think you can find peace in these things is you conduct yourself with integrity so that you can go to bed with a clear conscience. And then you do your best to prepare, not the best possible because you're not going to get the best possible and not the best legal team out there in the world because in the the fact is, it's not going to matter. You do what's best for you for your finances that's not going to leave you completely destitute divorce often does certainly has in my case so here I am and I'll be honest I'm afraid to walk inside even knowing that I've spent so much time reading books on stoicism Seneca Epictetus Marcus Aurelius trying to learn to be okay with things, to just let go of the outcome of things. Like they had saying in Alcoholics Anonymous, right? To let go of the things you can't change. Because I've done everything I could. So I have nothing to be ashamed of. And some of this, admittedly, is a pep talk to myself right before court. Here we go. So I've been here in the courthouse for... A while now, I'm pretty stressed out. I uh, have to be quiet because the other party shored up and they're on the other side of of me and elevators are going off. Hopefully one of them will have my lawyer in it. Uh, They haven't materialized yet. But um, I'm super anxious, super anxious. So much anxiety right now. I just did a heart rate uh, test on an app I keep on my phone. And... Last time I did it, I was in the 80s. I usually do a few of them a month, and I'm usually in the 80s. Last time I was at 87. Uh, Right now I'm at 109. I wonder what it is now, because the other party just walked in, so I'm sure it's even harder now, higher now. Not a fluke, checked it again. I'm at 113, hands are shaking other parties over there with their lawyers. There appears to be more than one. Eight minutes till we're due to start. Uh, My lawyer's still not here. Not sure what's going on. Called the office. They said they left her a message. Okay. It's now 1045. Court just ended. Uh, this was actually believe it or not it wasn't even something crazy to get super anxiety uh, anxious about it was a pretrial conference for child support for ORS which is not even related to the custody issues that we have in my case right now so but still it's just something about being in court knowing that your life your future your relationships that you value the most are in the hands of somebody unrelated who has no real skin in the game besides literally their financial incentive to be there as part of their profession. Uh, and then knowing that everybody who's in that room, your lawyer, opposing counsel, the judge, whoever else is in there, mediator, special master, guardian ad items, all of them are basically coworkers. They're, they're colleagues, they work with each other and it's the, in their best interest To maintain a good relationship with each other. Long after you're gone. So. There's something about the whole thing. That just is. I want to say unfair. But I'm not sure that's the right word. Maybe neutral. A seemingly unfair neutrality about it. But. My lawyer eventually showed up. I think like 15, 20 minutes late. And uh, even before she showed up, I could hear the the other counsel's lawyer uh, talking to somebody who, who was speaking, uh, not the judge. I'm not sure what this uh, woman's role, I think maybe she was representing the uh, Office of Recovery Services, but they were speaking and they were talking about how, oh yeah, his attorney's not here yet, uh, but it doesn't matter because we're just gonna have to continue this anyway. We uh, we don't have enough to continue. It's a very complicated matter, and I spoke to her yesterday, and that's frustrating for me because I'm sitting there going, "I didn't know you spoke to her yesterday. What got said?" And so my attorney came in, and I will say this: I've switched attorneys. Um, My old attorney was just a (laughs) he was terrible wouldn't return any phone calls, wouldn't return emails. He was off. But anyway, my attorney now, she's a, she's a woman and she's when she's on it, she's on it. When she decides something's going to be a certain way though, that's just the way it's going to be. Even if I don't feel that's the best thing for me, which I don't care for, but I do like that. She's when she's on it, she's on it. And afterwards she sits me down and she says, look, these new laws got passed. Your case has been kind of stagnant in court for almost two years. Um, which is how long I've been without my daughter coming home. And that's difficult. Um, But she explained to me some of the things that got talked about, how now we have all of these new deadlines because all these laws got passed as a result of some representatives who said that divorces were taking too long uh, and I'm sure that's because people complained that they were taking too long. And because of that, now there's all these new deadlines saying when things have to happen. But the flip side of that is now I you may have to come up with $10,000 on the spot. Because if, you know, four months down the line, that's like, hey, we're not going to postpone this any further. There are no more postponements. This needs to proceed. Okay, then you have to go to trial. And if you have to go to trial... Then guess what? You have to come up with 10 grand to pay your lawyer. Again, the same neutral people who have a vested interest in a relationship with each other. So, yeah, the whole thing's frustrating. I use my heart rate monitor on my phone a few times leading up to it. And uh, my heart rate in uh, last month was in the low 80s, high 70s. I went back and looked at it. I had a few from the same day and it was like eighty one, eighty two, then a couple hours later it dropped to like seventy, then I would eat something that it would go up to like eighty, uh, 85, 87. And here just sitting in court just waiting for it, I was at what was it? It was one oh something, then it went up to one fifteen, then it went up to one twenty one. And here I was the whole time. Just uh Just waiting, just waiting for a hearing that wasn't even that important, giving myself a heart attack. This is what court is like, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, But then you get out, and hopefully you have a decent lawyer who is able to explain to you what's happening. And now I'm sitting in the car, contemplating what's been decided. All these people who get to decide the future of myself, my family, my relationship with my children how much money is going to be spent. It's difficult. It's difficult. I'm very, very glad that after this, I'm not just going home to an empty house or when my kids were younger and on summer break, that I'm not just going home to take care of them, that I have a friend waiting for me at home, that I can get a hug and, and be sad. And... Uh, just not be alone while i 'm going through this, because a lot of us do go through this alone and it's uh, it 's painful kind of no matter what you can see why the suicide rate is so high for people going through this because it is one of the more one of the most difficult things you 'll go through in your life. This is the kind of thing that leads people to become alcoholics to <laughs> start partaking in drugs just because they want some relief from the moment. So never will I ever judge anyone who sits in front of me telling me their story as they tried their best to get through something like this. Because it is just awful. And it hurts and it's not fair. There's no fairness here. I don't know if there's any justice. I certainly haven't seen any. I'm sure somebody, somebody's had it. But I better cut this short lest I get cynical. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well.